The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham became the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah became the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez became the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram the father of Amminadab. Amminadab became the father of Nashon, Nashon the father of Salmon, Salmon the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz became the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed became the father of Jesse, Jesse the father of David, the king. David became the father of Solomon, whose mother had been the wife of Uriah. Solomon became the father of Rehoboam, Rehoboam the father of Abijah, Abijah the father of Asaph, Asaph became the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat became the father of Joram. Joram the father of Uzziah. Uzziah became the father of Jotham. Jotham Jotham the father of Ahaz. Ahaz the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah became the father of Manasseh. Manasseh became the father of Amos. Amos the father of Josiah. Josiah became the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the Babylonian exile. After the Babylonian exile, Jeconiah became the father of Shealtiel, Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel the father of Abiud, Abiud became the father of Eliakim, Eliakim the father of Azor, Azor the father of Zadok, Zadok became the father of Achim, Achim the father of Eliud, Eliud the father of Eleazar, Eleazar became the father of Mathan, Mathan the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. Thus the total number of generations from Abraham to David is 14 generations. From David to the Babylonian exile, 14 generations. From the Babylonian exile to the Christ, 14 generations. Now this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home, for it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins." All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home. He had no relations with her until she bore a son, and he named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord.
On this sacred night, the night before the dawn of the Savior breaks upon us anew, many of you are probably thinking the same thought. Really, Father, the long form of the gospel? Do we really have to listen to all of those names that no one really knows how to pronounce or what their purpose is? And out of all the stories, out of all the stories that could have been told about our Savior Jesus Christ, for some reason Matthew and Luke both saw it really important and significant to spend some time to tell us the genealogy of Christ. Why? Because they knew that we all long to belong, that we all want to be part of a family. You see, Christmas is about God taking on flesh so that our poor humanity could be redeemed, could reach and be raised to heaven, not as some trophy on the wall of God our Father. He didn't come so that we could just be a mere victory trophy from some, from some fallen world. No, Christ came to save his family. He came to save his brothers and his sisters. He came to claim his brothers and sisters from the clutch of slavery. You see, my brothers and sisters, Christmas is really the story of a spy who snuck behind enemy lines and then to set his captive family members free from an evil tyrant named Satan and his minions, the demons, and especially from sin. Christmas is all about family and redemption. We poor sinners understand this. I mean, just watch one Hallmark movie. What's it about? It's about redemption and reconciliation and bringing families back together. Every single one of us in this church longs to be loved, to be accepted, to be part of something bigger than ourselves. Why do we do the things that we do? Social media is filled with people who just want to be accepted by someone, who just want to have some sense of belonging to a bigger group than themselves. We watch the news throughout the world because in some sense we understand the cry of humanity. We long for freedom. We long for some kind of belonging. We long to be loved. We long to be delighted. So to everybody in this church right now, to those who are here every Sunday, to those who come only at Christmas or Easter, to those who maybe this is your first time back after many years or decades, to every single soul here I say this, welcome home. Welcome back to the family. Welcome to our family. Because Christmas is all about family. That's why Christ came. That's why he took on flesh. That's why he became a real person. That's why he comes down on this altar every single day. Because he wanted to show you, specifically you, how much you're worth. That you're accepted, that you're part of something. That's the true beauty of the real presence of our Lord Jesus Christ, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ right here in the Eucharist, on this altar in Atwood, Kansas. God comes because he loves you. Think of this. The God who loves you so much took on flesh that he could have a personal encounter with you. And he loves you so much that before, when he was dreaming up his creation, before time even began, he dreamed of you. That's why you exist. Because since before God ever said, Fiat, Luke, let there be light, he dreamt of you. That same God who became but a little child from the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary laid in that manger in Bethlehem is the same God who formed you in his heart, created you in your mother's womb, redeemed you by his precious blood, 
And then today, this very moment, not tomorrow, not next year, not next tomorrow, whatever, today, right now, calls you by name. My brothers and sisters, he is a God who knows your name. And he's calling you home because he knows you long to belong. You see, he created you to belong to a family, his family. By baptism, you were made sons and daughters of a loving Father in heaven. By baptism, you were made brothers and sisters of a God-made man, Jesus Christ, who comes on this altar to feed you. This Christmas, my brothers and sisters, come to this table and take up your seat. Feed upon the flesh and the blood of the one who comes to set you free. And come be part of something bigger than yourself. Be part of our family. A family that spreads throughout all generations, throughout the entire world. Because we long to be part of something bigger than ourselves. But it doesn't even end there. You see, my brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ came to set us free from sin. Because he doesn't want us to remain slaves. But all of us in here, to some degree or another, walk around like zombies. We're like bodies moving with an empty soul because we're afraid to admit that we need his healing grace. If it's been a while since you've stepped into the confessional, before, since you've received the loving mercy of a father who just can't wait for you to say, I'm sorry, so he can put a ring on your finger and clothes upon your back and sandals on your, shoe, on your feet and bring you back into the fold. My brothers and sisters, I tell to you, say to you, be not afraid of that warm embrace of a father who doesn't want to punish you, but wants to bring you back home, part of his family. If it's been a while since confession, I just tell you, be not afraid. So often the reason why we don't go is because of two reasons mostly. One, we think, well, I forgot the act of contrition and father's not going to give me absolution. Well, that's not true. I'll help you through it. Second is sometimes because of pride, we think that we can't be humble enough to admit our sins. My brothers and sisters, ask for humility. It's totally worth it. I try to go to confession once a week if I can. What a beautiful grace to sit before the loving face of our Father and hear him say, I forgive you. Come home. Be my son. Another reason why sometimes we're afraid of confession is because we think we're afraid of the consequences. The only consequence of going to confession is being set free. I don't know you about you, but I'm looking forward to be set free every day of my life. So my brothers and sisters, be not afraid this Christmas. By baptism, you've been made part of a family. Through the sacramental system, you are invited more deeply into that embrace. So come home and stay. Because our family always loves to grow. We always want to be bigger. We always want to invite everybody in. And the beautiful part of why I read that genealogy is because when you come be part of this family, you're part of a family filled with reformed adulterers, like David and Bathsheba. You come to share life with people who didn't belong, like Ruth. You come to be with people who felt abandoned and didn't know where their God was, like the Babylonian exile. You see, Jesus Christ came from a family that knew the wounds and pains of this world. He knows your suffering. And in the midst of that, he says, my sons, my daughters, my brothers, my sisters. Come home, be part of my family, learn from me, and be set free. Christ is coming. 
He came and he died so that your sins might be forgiven. He's here right now. He'll be right here on this altar in the flesh and blood right before you to bring you into the Father's home, to bring you into that Father's embrace. And he's coming again in the second coming. Someday we don't know when, but we must be ready. Because on that day, Jesus Christ will bring us into the Father's house for all eternity, where there is no suffering or pain. Christ is here this Christmas. Do you have room in the inn of your heart and your soul for him? Are you ready and willing to come out to meet him? Are you willing to repent and truly belong to his family? My brothers and sisters, he calls you by name. Will you respond to his invitation?